hate Bob. All right, all right. Well, this morning I want to just thank you guys for being here. I want to say a couple of things. First of all, two weeks, two weeks from today is Easter Sunday. And uh, so I want to encourage you not only be here, let's get people here. And I've I said it. I said it before, but the uh, this is an opportunity that we have as believers. If you're a believer, to reach out to those that are maybe far from God, and uh, they'll people will tend to uh, respond to your invitation during a holiday more than any other time uh, to come to church. And so, invite them to come and be a part. And uh, I guarantee you, I, God's going to minister minister to their lives and their lives. So I'm, I've been working on our, our message, and I'm really excited about, about what God's going to be speaking to us through His Word. And so uh, it's going to be great. So just make note of that. Also, uh, another thing, once a month we come together on, a, on the first Wednesday of the month. And that will be taking place this coming this coming uh, uh, Wednesday, and so we want to invite you to come and be a part of that. And it is an extremely special day because it's my wife's birthday. We're not doing anything there, but she's she's the love of my 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 life, and I I love her, and I I just uh, we we are also going to be celebrating 25 years of uh, marriage this coming month, and uh, in in or this month in May, and so we're excited about that. Um, I think we still have some buzz. It must be one of those. Would you go kick those off? Uh, it's probably an amp buzzing. I think it's the amp, Bob. But uh, this morning, I want to I want to kick off a series, and it's really going to be a short, short series. I'm going to talk this week, next week, and uh, and we'll probably continue on at the end of uh, not the end of the 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 week after Easter. Uh, one more, one more message, and then we are having a special guest the last Sunday of the month, and uh, he's going to be coming in and speaking, and I'm excited about that. Uh, he's a friend of mine uh, out of Oklahoma, pastors a, a, a thriving church there, and he's going to be coming and uh, speaking, and uh, that's going to be the last Sunday of, of this month, and so that's going to be good. His name's Pastor Ron McKee, and we had him last year, and he's, he did a, a fabulous job. Uh, but today I want to talk to you about how to live through a bad day. You ever had any bad days? I think if you're alive, you've had some bad days. There's been some bad days. And, and a lot of people, rather than uh, living through it successfully, they just get through it and tolerate it. And it's like, man, if I could just get through this day... Uh, you know, God called us to be victorious. He called us to be overcomers. He called us to be the head and not the tail, above only and not beneath. And so as, as believers, as Christians, uh, there's, there's, there's things that we ought to be able to uh, 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 process through that, uh, that will help us through any given circumstance, any given situation in our life that, that uh, puts us always at the top. And never at the bottom. Uh, you know, we never need to be under any kind of circumstances. We need to always be over them. Amen? Uh, 
And so I want to talk about how to live through a bad day. Uh, we're, Easter's coming up. This is around Easter. Really just want to take this whole thought about what Jesus came to do. He came to redeem. There's, you he didn't come just so that we could be saved and go to, go to heaven. Thank God for that. But he came that we might have a life here on this earth and experience something in abundance. And I want to read that to you in uh, John chapter 10, verse 10 this morning. It says this, that the thief comes only in order to steal, kill, and destroy. Now, notice here, who is it that's stealing? Who is it that's killing? And who is it that's destroying? It's the thief. And so anytime those three areas are taking place in your life, you know where it's coming from. Never, never misunderstand, uh, and there's so many times that people have accused God of stealing, killing, and destroying. But God's not that. He's not the one that does that. Notice here, Jesus said this about himself. He says, I came that they may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance. To the full till it overflows. Now notice here that he came that we might have it and enjoy it. Now notice here it doesn't say if all of your days are good. Or you know if you're not having a bad day then you can enjoy it. I'm here to tell you that even when there's a bad day taking place in life you can still have an abundant life. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about how to live that abundant life. Jesus paid too great of a price for us to go through life experiencing bad days, going from one bad day to another. Uh, he, he came that we might have it and have this life and have it more abundantly till it overflows in abundance. And so I want to, I want to talk about that for just a moment. And, and really, hopefully, by the time we leave, we will be encouraged when we do face those bad days. And maybe you're here today, and you've, you're, you're in the middle of your bad day. Whatever it might look like, it may be financially, relationally, it may be spiritually, it may be in a variety of different ways. Whatever it may be, God wants to minister life to you an abundant life to you today. He wants to liberate you and set you free. And so how do we keep, uh, what I want to talk about today is how do we keep from shutting down? Because that happens many times, and I've entitled today's message, uh, I entitled uh, today's message, and you can go ahead and bring it up, is that don't shut down. Don't shut down. Whatever you do, do not shut down in the middle of your trial in the middle of your problem, in the middle of your crisis, in the middle of your circumstances, don't shut down. Many people shut down instead of standing up and, and, and addressing their issues in, in, their, in their life. Don't shut down. And I can't tell you how many people I minister to on a regular basis that they shut down in the middle of their trials. And that's unfortunate because I think we put a limit on God and what he wants to do in our lives. So I know I'm going to be speaking to some people here because I know it happens. It happens more, more, more than we care to admit where people shut down. You may shut down differently than somebody else, but in some areas you're shutting down. You shut down and sometimes we shut down in our expectation of God, expecting great things from God. Sometimes we just shut down in moving forward in, in, in faith, in, in, in achieving what God wants us to achieve in life. 
Sometimes we just shut down emotionally or we shut down in a variety of different ways. I don't know. The Holy Spirit's going to show you in areas that you may be shutting down in instead of, in, instead of being open to what God has for you and I. Okay? All right? You with me? So what I want to talk about is how to keep from shutting down. And first thing that I want to say is have an open heart. Have an open heart. Keep your, keep your, your heart open. If you're gonna, if you're gonna keep from shutting down, you've got to be proactive and you gotta keep your heart open. And what do I mean by that? There's so much, God's always doing so much more than what we think He is. Even in the middle of your trial, in the middle of your trouble, God, God sees, He has a perspective that you and I don't have. He sees the beginning to the end. He sees what's gonna, what's, what the next thing's you know, that what, what's going to take place next. He sees that. You and I don't. And so let me, let me take you to Hebrews chapter uh, 12. I'm going to read verses 1, 2, and 3. And uh, I'll start there. It says, Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight. I thought about this as I read that this week. Every weight. Your bad day could be a weight. It could weigh you down. It could hold you back. It could keep you from moving forward in the strength, in the vitality, in the, in the power that God has for you. Understand, if, if, if God be for you, who or what could be against you? Amen. And if God be for you, everybody else might as well be. Isn't that right? And if God's on your side, listen, how can you lose? We're all winners with God on our side. Sometimes we forget to add God into the equation. And so we get weighed down with our, our, our bad day. We get weighed down with that, that difficult day that we're going through in life. And it becomes a weight and it slows us down and holds us back. And the Bible says that we are to, we are to lay aside every weight, not just some, not just the, the, you know, the, the little ones, but every weight, the big ones. Those big hefty days that, that weigh you down, you got to get rid of those things. You got to lay those things aside. And so it says, lay, lay aside every weight in the sin that so easily ensnares. Before we know it, it's got us captive. It's holding us back. It's, it's held us back. And it keeps us back from, from running the race that God has for us. So it says, so, uh, it says every, th- those that so easily ensnare us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. How? Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Verse 3, look at this, I want you to see this. Consider the life of the one who endured such personal attacks and hostility from sinners. Consider it all in comparison with your trials. Ours are insignificant. Ours are small in comparison with what he went through. So that you may grow, so that you do not grow weary and discouraged or lose heart. In other words, keep an open heart. Allow God to, allow God to work in your situation. Know this, that God will work out all things for our good. No matter what we're going through. Listen, we always rise to the top. We're like the ice cream in the soda. We're always going to rise to the top, no matter what we're going I know that just made you hungry, didn't it? It's like, man, that's sounding pretty good about right now. We serve coffee, not ice cream and sodas, all right? 
And so anyway, uh, we'll just rise to the top, rise to the top, no matter what we're going through. As believers, as Bible believers, we need to not be... Uh, we need to not be dis- disheartened whenever we see any kind of opposition in our life. Stuff is going to happen. In this life, you're going to have trials and tribulations. It's, it's declared, and we are going to have it. But let me tell you, it's only an opportunity for God to show up in our lives. An opportunity for Him to show Himself powerful and strong. You know, you may have lost a job. And you might be just weighed down because of, of the loss of that job. Let me tell you something. It may be to your benefit that you lost that job because you may be right around the corner from your, your dream job. Amen? I remembered I um, worked for a large ministry in, 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 uh, in, church, uh, in, in Tulsa called Church on the Move. It was a church there. And, uh, and they had uh, a ministry also associated with that church. And uh, they had uh, eliminated a whole department. But prior to uh, them making that decision of eliminating a, a whole department in that ministry, uh, a pastor had hired so, uh, a guy to oversee that whole department. And, uh, and so anyway, he, he made the call. Uh, he felt like God had spoken to his heart to go ahead and just eliminate that department. And uh, that guy had left a place of ministry that he had been at successfully doing great, great in that ministry for years and years and years. He left that to come to work for, for our pastor. And, uh, and the pastor had to lay him off. He says, hey, we're doing away with this. Uh, it was amazing that this guy, he just had the faith. He just knew that God was going to take care of him and his family. And he just, he just, he went and he pursued something that he thought he would never pursue. And he still, from this day, I mean, from that day to this day, is still doing it. It's been uh, over 20 years that he's been doing it. And it's been a prosperous thing, a blessed thing. And he went back to our pastor and he says, thank you, thank you for obeying God and laying me, laying me off. He says, that was the best thing that's ever happened in my life. <laughs> Amen? Yeah. And, and I'm here to tell you, listen, your bad day can be a great day if, you just, if you'll just put faith in God. And, and, and keep an open heart. Many times, and, and during that layoff, I'm going to tell you, during that layoff, there's people that they, they, went, they left disgruntled. And, and you, you could see there, was, uh, there wasn't a whole lot of things that opened up for them. And it's because they didn't approach their future in faith. And, and God being with us and being on our side, we're always going to experience great and great and mighty things. And so don't lose heart. Keep an open heart. Don't shut down. Don't shut down. Let me say it again. I tell you, so many people shut down. So keep an open heart. Second thing I want you to see is that we need to keep an open life. Uh, we, we not only need to keep an open heart to God, but keep an open life to other people. God uses people in our lives. We're the body of Christ here on this earth. When Jesus walked this earth, he went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. And when he ascended onto high, he gave that ministry to his body here on this earth. Now we are the body of Christ that does his ministry here on this earth. Isn't that awesome? So what should we be doing? Going about doing good and healing all that are oppressed of the devil? 
And, and man, I tell you, it's, it's so important that we stay connected. Many people, uh, they may keep their, an open heart to God, but they don't, they many times shut other people out. And that's not good. It's not good that we shut other people out. Look at Colossians. Colossians, I believe, chapter 1, is it? Chapter 2, verse 19, it says, The body and all its parts, nourished and strengthened by its points of contact and its connections, grows according to God's design. Now notice here that we need to be connected. We need to make sure that we're not isolating ourselves from, from the rest of the body, that we're staying connected. I came across a, 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 a translation of a scripture that I, I read all the time because I go through my Proverbs uh, every, every month. And, and Proverbs, I believe, where is it? Proverbs 18, uh, 1. It says this in the voice translation. It says, Whoever pulls away from others to focus solely on his own desires disregards any sense of sound, sound judgment. And I, I know that this happens so often that whenever we have troubles, many times we get into pity parties. We become self-absorbed with what's going on in our life and we shut people out. And we close up our life rather than opening up our life. That's not the time to close up your life when you're going through a bad day. You need to open up to others. And, and I've been through some bad, bad days. I, I still recollect the, the time when I got that phone call that said, you need to get your mother, you need to come up to the hospital, something happened to your brother. And it's like, oh my goodness, what happened? And they wouldn't tell me over the phone, just get here, something happened to him. I go grab my mother, we, it's about 10 o'clock in the evening, we go up to the hospital and they inform us that my, bu- my little brother was dead, 18 years old. Bad day. Don't you agree? Bad day. I believe that was on a Saturday, Friday or Saturday night. Bad day. And you would think that'd be a great excuse to miss church on Sunday, right? Not us. Man, it was a great opportunity to get with the body, keep an open life. Hey, I need God. I need His body. I need the ministry that the body brings to me. Are you with me? You're going to have some bad days. Don't shut down. Open up. Open up your life. Let people in. Don't isolate yourself. The Bible says, we, uh, we, if you read that same scripture in, in a, a New King James, I think, I think it says you rage against sound judgment. It's unwise to do that, in other words. We need to make sure that we don't isolate people. We need to have open hearts. Uh, God, I, I have this so strong in my heart, so strong that believers ought to be the, the, the example, the picture, the picture of what Christ intended for us to be, that others can be able to follow our model and live it out here on this earth. And we ought to be the closest people. We ought to be so connected to each other that we're doing life and ministry together. We know what's going on in each other's lives. We're, we're just going through this together. Amen? Because we're open to each other. We're open. Our lives are open. And too often we shut down. And I'm telling you, people do this all the time. And I, I had so many stories and, 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 and if people shutting down. And, and it's happened with people here that are here today. That it happens. I, it just happens. And I, I don't know what it is that we, we have a tendency to close up and shut down rather than opening our lives. And letting, letting the body come in and bring healing and health to, to our situation. 
Look at this. I want to give you another scripture. Matthew chapter 20, verse 28. It says, be like the Son of God. Be like Jesus. Why? Because we're the body of Christ. Be like the Son of God. He did not come to be served. Instead, he came to serve others. He came to give his life as a price for setting many people free. And you and I have the ability and the power to minister life to those that are going through a bad day. And we have the ability to receive life when we're having a bad day from those that are the body of Christ. Amen? And so keep, keep an open life. Keep an open heart to God because he's working. He's always doing so much more than what we think he is. We need to keep an open life so that, so that ministry can come into our lives and flow into our lives. By the way, listen, we all have issues. We're all going through circumstances. The only thing, one of the biggest things that keeps us from receiving from others is pride. Listen, we all, we all need each other. We're a part of a body. I, 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 my arm cannot say that it doesn't need my foot or my other arm. The scripture says that. My eye can't say that it doesn't need the other parts of my body. We need each other. We, we need to depend on each other and rely on each other. I'm just so grateful. My mother, for some of you that may not know, she, uh, we, we had one of those bad days this week. And, uh, and so she's been in the hospital since uh, Thursday and, and all day Thursday, all day Friday, all day yesterday, still there today. And just a, just a bad day. And I'm so grateful for our church, and especially our church is not a church with small groups. We're a church of small groups, and our small groups have just kicked in. And I was receiving uh, texts and phone calls and people showing up at the, at the, at the, at the hospital. And just, just, just that ministry and the strength not only they brought to me during this time, but especially my mother as she was there. And I said, Mother, somebody just texted and said, we're praying for you, love you, da, da, da. You know, and it's just, it's just awesome. I'm so grateful for that. Amen? Amen. And so, so don't shut down. Keep an open life. And the, and the last thing that I just want to bring today is not only keep an open heart and keep an open life, but you need to keep a, an open flow. Uh, again, here's what the tendency that can take place in people's lives. The tendency is that that it all becomes about you. That it, you, you, you just you shut people out because, because you begin to have this pity party. And it's like, well, don't you know what I'm going through? Have you ever said that? Yeah. Don't you know what I'm going through? Yeah. yeah, lots of other people are going through what you're going through. Billions of people. And how you respond will depend on how you go through whatever you're going through. And again, God wants us to go through life with abundance. Experiencing the abundant life, the great life that he has for us. I read earlier during our exhortation, uh, that, that exhortation time that I had, is that God, I have not seen, ear has not heard the things that he has prepared for those that love him, but by his spirit he reveals it to us. There's so much that he has for us, but many times we, we shut that off because we, we quit allowing the flow of life, not flowing into us, but flowing out of us into the lives of others. You know, when you're going through something, don't shut down ministering to others. 
Don't shut down. My mother, somebody was asking, hey, how's, how's your mother doing? Is she over there? She's just preaching the gospel. She's, she's talking to every nurse, every attendant that comes in, every doctor. She's asking them if they know Jesus. She's asking them if they go to church. She's inviting every one of them to come to church on the move. Just that outflow in the middle of, and then she'll be, oh, oh, because she's so uncomfortable and and having to move her and and that type of thing. And when she's laying down and sitting, and you know, it's just, you know, could you imagine being cooped up in just a room? And but anyway, and so, but she's there. She's just she's allowing that flow to take place out of her life. Again, John chapter ten, verse ten said this. It says, "I came, Jesus came." that we may have life and enjoy, have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. He wants it overflowing out of our life. Even in the middle of our bad day, we ought to be flowing with grace and goodness and love and power and ability into the lives of others. That's what we ought to be doing. And, and, and if we will do that, I guarantee you, it will transform your life. Get, get your mind off of you and get it on others whenever you're going through a bad day. It'll change your world. But if you sit there and you focus on you, then your, your problem becomes a problem. I've said it before, that your purpose has to be bigger than your problem or else your problem will be your problem. But if your purpose is bigger than your problem, then your purpose is, is what you'll be focused on. Amen? And so we've got a purpose here. We're the body of Christ. We're, to, we're, about to be about, we're here to be about the Father's business. Making a life-giving difference in the lives of others. No matter where we're at. What's going on? Oh my goodness. If, if we shut down in a bad day, we would be shut down and closed. We might as well hang out a sign on us a, a lot of the time. We're having a bad day. Shut down for, for repairs or whatever. Isn't that true? Instead, we, we, ought to be, we ought to be giving out of our life. I cannot tell you how many people shut down during a time of having a bad day. And I'm not making light of your bad day. But life is going to happen. It's too short to be shut down. And I'm not, I'm not making light of your circumstance or your situation. I've been through some tough stuff in life. And, and I'm, I just kept on plowing through it. And I kept that flow coming out of my life. That flow of ministry. That flow of love. That flow of concern for others in the middle of all what we've gone through. Or going through. And, and you've heard, if you've been around here, you, you've heard me talk about this. The, the, on my brother's and my brother's funeral, my mother led somebody to Jesus Christ. In the middle of her pain, and she was in pain. In the middle of her pain, she just kept that flow and she, she led somebody to Jesus. She was concerned about the eternal life, the eternity of somebody else. Amen? And I'm telling you, it'll change your world. It'll rock your world. Proverbs 11, 24, and 25 says this, and then I close with this. It says, Those who give generously will receive more, but those who are stingy with what they, 
what is appropriate will grow needy. Generous persons will prosper. Those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. The time when you're going through a bad day is not the time to draw back. That's the time to get generous with your life. That's the time to give your life away. Because he who refreshes others himself will be refreshed. I believe this is a word for all of us. Because all of us are going to have some bad days. Hair days, husband days, wife days, children days, job days, financial days, health days. Different types of days. We're going to have some of those. Keep the flow. Keep an open flow out of your life. And watch and see what God does. That's a good word, isn't it? Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you this morning. Thank you for allowing us the privilege and the honor 